Welcome to Sonya True Crime Podcast. A question was asked. When a child commits a mass student, are parents to blame? I'm going to tell you a story it said, and then I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. It said almost every day, Steve... And say Juliana wears the same sweatshirt each adorned with a flower in the top left corner. The matching outfit had brought a speck of color to a life that the two said has become duller since the death of their empathetic and athletic 14-year-old daughter, Hannah. Which means flower in Japanese, the five petals of the flower represents the family member with Hannah's name in the center written in Japanese. Hannah was the youngest of four students killed at Oxford High School in 2021 when 15-year-old Ethan Crumley opened fire. Tate, 16, Madison, and Justin, both 17, was also killed in an attack. Seven others, including a teacher, was wounded. The school shooting, the worst in the state history, rocked Oxford Township, a 22,000-person suburb north of Detroit. She was always laughing, always causing people to laugh, her father said. Stephen St. Juliana told the BBC at their family home in Ortonville, Michigan. Every day without her really is a new struggle. She was the heart and soul of the family. On Friday, more than two years after the shooting, Justin just crumbly, now 17, to life in prison without the possibility of parole, the maximum sentence. But the case had raised questions about who else can be held accountable for a mass shooting when a child pulls the trigger. It was Crumley parents who gifted him the weapon he used just days before the attack, and they also attempt to flee after being charged with involuntary manslaughter. James and Jennifer Crumley have pleaded not guilty and will face two separate trials in 2024. It marks the first time parents will face manslaughter charges, punishable by up to 15 years in prison for their child role in a massive shooting, experts told the BBC. The school also faced criticism that it could have prevented the tragedy. A travel pass before the Oxford shooting, Kayla had not thought about Ethan Crumley since he was nine years old, boy living across the street from her in a nearby Lake Orion, Michigan. Mrs. Lee Mix worked with Ethan mother Jennifer at a restaurant in 2015. It was close with the Crumley family after they moved into a nearby apartment before settling in Oxford. She said Mr. and Mrs. Crumley would frequently leave Ethan home alone when he was nine for hours while they go into town to drink. During this time, Ethan would sometimes wander over to her house where her interaction with him proved troubling, she said. He was very monotone, very distant, manipulative. He lied a lot. She recalled one time when she watched him take a bird nest down from a tree and then stomp on it. The the behavior raised alarm bells for Mrs. Lee Mix and her boyfriend. We would say he's going to kill someone one day, she said. In court, Ethan Crumbly attorneys have painted a similar picture of the boy child calling a psychological expert who said he was a female child who was neglected by his parents and suffered from mental illness. 
In the case against his parents, prosecutors has also argued that Crumley was at times more focused on their extramarital affairs and spending time with their horses than tending to their son's decline in mental health. Mrs. Melux and Mr. and Mrs. Crumley parented eventually led her to call Child Protective Service. Ethan was so neglected he was just a baby. I was worried for him. That's not a way for a child to grow up, she said. But holding the Crumley partly responsible for the attack could prove challenge in court, especially since the case appears to be one of the first of its kind, the expert told the BBC. U.S. law is generally designed only to hold individuals responsible for their own actions, legal experts said. Several, still several elements of the Plumlee case likely compel Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald to bring charges against the parents. For one, the family purchased Ethan the handgun he used just days before the shooting as an early Christmas present and failed to properly secure the weapon prosecutor alleged. The parents also refused to take him home from school on the day of the shooting, as school officials suggest after finding Ethan drawing of a gun and bloody figures. Still, prosecutors will have to prove that it was foreseeable to the parents that their disturbed 15-year-old son would carry out the shooting, says Stephen J. Morris, a professor of law and psychiatry at the University of Pennsylvania. It would be bizarre to think it was reasonably foreseeable that he would engage in mass murder. Caitlin, an associate professor at Michigan State School of Criminal Justice, said popular culture portrays parents as principally responsible for child delinquency, but she said a host of factors can lead someone to grow up to be violent. Gen- generally, it's not appropriate to just suggest that parents should full responsibility for their child's crime, she said, but every case is different and certainly understanding a child's home background can help us understand their actions. But while the Kremlis may be the first to face manslaughter charges for a mass shooting their child committed, prosecutors are increasingly trying to hold third parties responsible for others' homicide, Ms. Moore said. In November, the father of a man accused of killing seven at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois, pleaded guilty to reckless conduct for helping his adult son attain the gun used in the attack. The same month, the mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his first-grade teacher was sentenced to 21 months in prison in Virginia after pleading guilty to child neglect. The St. Juliana family said they were relieved. Prosecutors were seeking aid to hold crumbly parents accountable for their appalling negligence they need to be made an example of says steven st juliana but nothing that is done to them is going to bring our daughter back while the parents of ethan crumbly have faced mountain scrutiny many has also laid blame on the oxford community school district in november a group of around 30 oxford high school students walked out of class to demand the resignation of several school board officials they also asked for more trauma services at school and a memorial to commemorate the victims. A month early, an independent film, Guidepost Solution, has released its final report on the school response to the shooting. The probe alleged multiple failures from school officials who failed to, com- to check Crumley back-, back for weapons after teachers discovered his disturbing violent drawing. He will begin shooting students within hours after being sent back to class. 
It's also found the school board discouraged us from cooperating with investigation. The report is very damning. It makes it very clear that from beginning to end, the school made errors over and over and over again, says St. Julianus. But they've done everything in their power to run from taking any responsibility. The Oxford Community School District did not respond to a request for comments from the BBC. Mr. St. Giuliani and other parents of those killed and injured in the shootings have filed lawsuits against the district. In March, an Oakland County judge dismissed several civil suits against the school, ruling that the district and its employees had governmental immunity, writing that Cromley himself was the one most immediate, efficient, and direct cause of the injury or damage. Still, the St. Julianis have been working to make sure the memories of their daughter and the other victims will not be forgotten, raising money for a memorial garden in a popular local park. Mr. St. Giuliani said he wants to plant four cherry trees and small memorabilia from each of their lives. Just a reminder to the community to not forget and to not let your guard down, he said. So the question is, should parents be held for what their kids do? In this case, normally I will say no. But in this case, the fact that you go out and buy your child a weapon. If you go out and buy your child a weapon. You should be held responsible for what happens if your child decides to use that weapon. If your child decides to use this weapon, not out of self-protection, but just to go hurt someone else, then yes, you should be held responsible for that child. You know, a lot of times... And if you have little kids in the Virginia case, you should make sure your weapons are locked up where they cannot get access to them. But that was my thought on this case. You know, people's, all these school shootings, all these people shooting, like people lose. There's another story I just came across, but I won't talk about that on this one. I'll tell you that story later. But I'd like to thank you for listening to Sonya Storytime, well, True Crime Storytime Podcast. Please give a five-star review on Speaker Spotify, Apple. We're listening to your podcast. I appreciate your comment here at sp 766752 at gmail.com. Go to my website, http.podcast.com. Follow me at so.ie9795. Go to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Follow Miss Carr. She have affirmations every day. Follow T-J-V-U-C-L-A-I-N. She have a book called Black Girl Orange. Follow T-A-W-Y-N-A. Way Williams. She have a book called Suddenly Single. King's Flex on SoundCloud. Female have a female reform. Have a venture store in New York. And you have a blessed night.